Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. And I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective. And this is Jordan, Jesse, go! This week on Jordan Jesse Go, we're joined by the delightful Cameron Esposito to discuss the development of circus skills and when the kid from Two and a Half Men joined Van Halen. Let's go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Ah, I'm feeling cool, calm, and collected, Jordan. Oh, what a nice state of mind. I'm feeling a little ganked up. Wait, ganked up? Yeah, you know, a little ganked up. Little, what does that mean? I don't. I'm just worried that now that Dave Mustaine and Santorum have joined forces, right? That like they'll be unstoppable. Oh, geez, you mean like that Denzel Washington movie? Exactly. Yes, exactly. I'm afraid that <laughs> Mustaine another one plus of your... Santorum will be a runaway train. <laughs> Everything is a train metaphor to you, Jordan. Yeah, I mean that's that's why I feel such a kinship with Tony Scott. Uh huh. Because he loves nothing more than a train movie. Sure. So that's why we, him and I are so close. Sure. And we all we grew up in the shadow of our more talented brother. Sure. Did you see the Did you see the thing where? Look, I'm not going to get into politics, especially because by the time this airs, this news, and by the time people listen to this, this thing, this Dave Mustaine business, will be three weeks old. No, sure. It's a little old now. When we're talking about yeah, it, but um, it is funny though. The <laughs> Did you see that he he denied that he had endorsed Rick Santorum? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he denied that he had endorsed Rick Santorum. He said that... I was just talking on shrooms, man. He said that what was important was that our next president be a Republican. Oh, okay. And that... It's like you're not make you're not really making it better for yourself, Dave Mustaine. Right. You're Dave Mustaine. It's not about the Rick Santorum part specifically. Look, different people across this country can have different opinions about Rick Santorum. Some may be positive, some may be negative. I may have my own strong opinions about <laughs> Rick Santorum. But look, I'm not going to I'm a I'm an entertainer and it's not, I'm not going to sit around here saying that you have to have the same opinions about Rick Santorum that I have. But let's just say I'm Dave Mustaine. There of Megadeth, are, formerly of Metallica. There are certain expectations about general tone that I think I should maintain as a public figure. And the those expectations don't involve which Republican candidate I will endorse for president. My concern as someone with a lot of investment in Dave Mustaine of Megadeth, formerly of Metallica, is not a concern regarding various gradations in the Republican candidate pool and which one of them best reflects the Megadeth philosophy. <laughs> The Megadeth outlook on the world. Right. Well, I think that can be summed up uh, in their hit song, Killing is My Business and <laughs> Business is Good. I mean, and what is a, what's a more Republican sentiment than that, I ask you? 
business. You know, these are the people that, that create income. They're trying you to make, make it easy for make, them. They're trying to create jobs. If, yeah, you give them a tax break, they will create jobs. Absolutely. Killing jobs. <laughs> jobs in the killing industry. Sure. Absolutely. Oh, man. Anyway, I just don't think he has as strong... I don't think he has as strong a sense of branding as some of his hard rock contemporaries, mm-hmm. like, say, Sammy Hagar, uh, inventor of the Cabo Wabo Cantina. Mm-hmm. And the Cabo Wabo Tequila. <laughs> That's a man who understands what his personal brand represents and what he can go out in public and talk about. Sure, exactly. Uh, hammocks. <laughs> yeah. Here's some things we want to hear from, uh, uh, from Sammy Hagar about hammocks so if dave mistaken poolside wants to talk about which battle axe he prefers sure then i'll I say go for it yeah i say yes absolutely our guests on this week's jordan jesse go program the red rocker sammy hagar <laughs> she's a stand-up comedian she comes to us all the way from the city with broad shoulders chicago illinois uh, the very funny, very talented Cameron Esposito. Welcome to the program, Cam. Hi, gentlemen. How are you, how are you doing? I was that was that was beautiful. I thought that was that was a really intense. I can see how you're probably like intimidated I to thought jump I, in because that's well, that I was thought, so. I thought I was going to be Sammy Hager when I was speaking. I was oh, I was yeah. weirded out by the were my you own can, voice coming out of my head. Were you concerned about uh, your drive home and the speed that it might be at? Um, I was concerned about... Is that about, Sammy uh, Hagar? Yeah, I can't drive 55. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. I was definitely concerned about my drive home and whether or not I would be driving 55 because it's a long drive home to Chicago hey. from this podcast, <laughs> yeah. which I, I drove in for the podcast. Right. Thank you, so thank like you, by the of, way. Thank you. And you're, just, and you're just jumping in the car and turning investment. around, right? Yeah, no, I'm not even... Yeah, I'm not... I'm walking, actually. I, I'm walking to my car, which is parked in Chicago. I oh, walked here. I walked. Nice. Um, can I ask you guys one question about Van Halen, the band Van Halen? Uh, sure. I don't, I probably won't have too much But you to will offer, know more, you will have more to offer than I do. Maybe. Go ahead. So I have, I'm inexpert on matters of rock and roll music. Um, if there's a guitar in it, as far as I'm concerned, it better be going chunka, 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 chunka. Is that the guitar? Yeah. Well, it sounds like that. While a bass plays the melody part, uh, because <laughs> otherwise I'm not interested in this type of music. But, uh... I seen a picture of the Van Halen band uh, on avclub.com. Our friends from the AV Club, they post, post a picture. A, this, uh, Van Halen's have a new album out. Um, I think it's uh, like a remix version of the Crystal Pepsi song and <laughs> some other stuff. I it's, don't know. It's just like songs about various, um, various colas that have gone by the wayside. So like Crystal Pepsi is in there. There's a song about New Coke. Well, there's some stuff about... Well, to be fair, I mean, it, there's a, there's, it's a two-side album. It's on LP. So mm-hmm. there's one side that's colas. It's got the Virgin Cola thing. Yeah. Um, it's got the song about the one with uh, Spiegelman art. Uh, what's what's the what was the cola? Oh, with I don't the, know. Yeah, it was with all the comics artists. I don't know. Yeah, <sighs> a lot of nerds are going to email me. A lot of Mountain Dew. A lot of nerds are going to email me about that cola. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, and then the other side is all clearly Canadian stuff. So it's all transparent, defunct, transparent beverages. Nice. And it comes with a with a leopard. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like a live leopard that's yeah. wearing a leopard skin vest. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. a purple leopard skin vest? You know what I mean? Yeah, right. well, you know, that's, that's a big strategy. Purple. Yeah, that's yeah. a big strategy in the record industry today. Is, you know, because people are pirating so much music. Collector's you have to make edition. The, uh, you know, you have to make the album collectible, exactly. Right. So, you know, things like colored vinyl or like box sets or uh, An like element ferocious, of danger. ferocious jungle cats. Right, an animal that you have to then raise and take care of. So there's some responsibility there for the music owner also. Absolutely. Absolutely. And originally they were going to do a civet, but then they figured, why not go big? Right, yeah. You know, why not yeah. go all the way? Well, and it's a good thing if, you know, if, for, for an older Van Halen fan to teach their kids, like, about rock music and about caring for a pet and how to be mauled. So, sure. <laughs> so I'm going like, to go... what's a good position to get in when you're being mauled? <laughs> it, you get on it, you ride it. You ride the... You get on the leopard, mm. you ride it. Oh, the just saddle. To I'm talking about, yeah. To establish dominance. Yes, you do. Well, That's... I guess, yeah, I guess you and I have very different mauling strategies. Oh, what would yours be? Curling into a ball. Oh, sure, yeah. And so your maybe, face? Yeah, no, yeah, just, not me. Mm, no, I tame that You'll beast. just jump on that leopard, huh? Sure I will, yeah. Well, that's, uh, you know, it's your funeral. Oh, <laughs> or my eventual dominance Of the leopard, all over leopard all jungled yeah. cats. Um, you haven't seen me at the zoo. A Cameron, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will jump in that pen, and I will ride whatever fucking animal, endangered or not. So I need to talk to you guys about this Van Halen album. Sure. So yeah, yeah. Um, here's, uh, I, I've, I've loaded up for you guys, and folks at home will just have to go to avclub.com and look up the review of Van Halen's new album, which apparently is called A Different Kind of Truth, or uh, by, the, by the album cover, I presume it's called Space Train. Um, so here's a picture of Oh, no, Van it's actually Halen. called Robot Cock. <laughs> okay. So, uh, from left to right, we've got, uh, I don't know, I guess probably the drummer. Uh, then we've got, I guess that's probably, uh, Sammy Hagar or something. I guess these guys are the singer guys I don't, in Sammy Van Sammy Hagar isn't in Van Halen anymore. No, who's in Van Halen? Uh, Van Halen is. No, but they had, they got to back together with, oh, David Lee Roth. Yeah. Oh, Okay. David Lee Roth? Yeah, sure. I, I know. Yeah, sure. I think there's a. There's Is some it sort of David Lee Roth that's back in, or all three of them? Justin? Justin, our intern is here. He should be looking this up right now. Okay, he is. Help us out. I think it's Bill Nye's character from Love Actually. actually okay, so that's Bill Nye's character from Love Fame, Actually. Famed British actor. Yeah, that. Is so that how you say his last name? I think it is. That's Eddie Van Halen right there. So working from left to right, this, this guy in the crazy thing, this is David Lee Roth, I think. Mm hmm. Okay, so then this guy is Eddie Van Halen, I'm pretty sure. Guitarist for the Van Van Halen. Sure. And then I'm pretty sure that this is that this is the kid from Two and a Half Men. Oh well that's is that correct. <laughs> I think I know this. That's one of their sons. It's, that's yeah, totally it's one of their Wolfgang sons. Van Halen. Yeah, it is. Who's Eddie Van it's Halen's Eddie Van Hal- kid yeah. who's like a drum prodigy. Yep. And he's also on I Two and a Half that. Men? Uh no, that's a different fatso. Yeah. I think that's a different young fatso. I think fatso. you're thinking of Jonah Hill. Yeah. Wait. From a couple years old, ago. You're thinking of old Jonah old Hill. Old Jonah Hill. Time traveling Jonah Hill. He joined the band in 2006 at the same time that David Lee Roth came back Okay. So I'm being told that David Lee Roth rejoined the band in 2006 along with the kid from Two and a Half Men, whose name is Wolfgang Van Halen. Yeah. They had to kick Sammy Hagar out because his, um, his chill-out habit was getting too intense. Oh, he was too chill? He was too chill. Like, his maxing and relaxing was just, like, cutting into rehearsal time. I understand. Yeah, he had to he had installed that hammock on stage. <laughs> right, and insisted <laughs> on doing every song from a hammock. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't. He wouldn't sing unless he had a drink with an umbrella in it. Exactly. He yeah. has pretty gloriously curly hair. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's a red. Not, mane. not unlike your own uh, curly hair. Yeah, Jordan. he's a little more chill than I am. So it, it reflects 
and like the tightness of the ringlets or how do you how do you vibe? how do you reflect that physically yeah how do you show your the amount of chill you are your hair is well, as a i said before i'm a little ganked up right all right yep. so got it generally i'm not that chill <laughs> uh-huh um but i can be you know yeah right if, uh, i'm looking at that hair that looks like chill hair yeah thank you thank you it's relaxed I, hair I, I am chill in the sense that i don't care for my hair Oh. I mean, I mean, I like it. I don't, I don't do anything to um, keep it healthy or clean. Uh, no, you, that's not entirely true. You spread cream cheese through it once a week. Oh, that's true. I For do moisturizing. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I'll like sometimes if I've got a hot date, I'll have a get a cream cheese You'll with put scallions. Some locks. Yeah, oh, some locks. Yeah, that's beautiful. Well, women, I, women like the smell of. Uh, when I like Jewish women you know, like too. A salty. So I like a, elderly Jewish women. Yeah, like a sea air sort of a. Kind of like an implied seashell. Jordan's, yeah, yeah. Jordan's dream date is like Elliot Gould, so like late, like Elliot Gould with like like a nice rack. Yeah. Oh, like how how big or what? Like a busty Gould, like a C, like, like a, a solid C. C. Oh, right. Elliot Gould with a C is my, you know, it's my my number one. And a well, beard. Yeah. And a the, full beard. Well, the beard's on the on the boobs, right? Yeah, Elliot Gould with a breast beard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Each the one individually. Fitty. It's not one. It's two. It's two. Uh, right. And the boobs have glasses yeah, on them, too. Yeah. So they look like little old men. <laughs> look out, Grandpa. I'm coming in for a kiss, is what I say to them. Gross. I'm having a hard time following this, Jordan. I'm not going to lie to you. Listen, Jesse, I think, Cameron, this is easy to follow. I don't know why you're not. Which is... one of these guys is the kid from Two and a Half Men? Wolfgang Van Halen. He's Van Halen's son, and it's not the kid from Two and a Half Men. It's time traveling Jonah Hill. Are you not following Did any of this? Did you see how old he was? How, how old is, is the kid from Two and a Half Men, Justin? Wolfgang Van Halen. Uh, born in 1991. That would make him 21 years old. He's 21 years wasted, my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think he gets drunk with his dad? Oh, I don't know. Actually, he turns 21. How much oh, do you so love he's clean and sober. somebody being in Van Halen that cannot legally drink? That's too good. <laughs> oh, wow. He's a husky lad, too. He has to wait outside during do you think shows. He, do you think he has a stretch waistband on his trousers? Well, you know, if he's, if he's anything... Oh, well, I guess David Lee Roth is the one who does high kicks. Yeah. He's known for his high kicks. But I'd like to, I'd like to see Wolfie do a few. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he, and also he's behind the drum set, too, right? Is he? Oh, he's the drummer of the band. Yeah, so you know, you can wear a nice, you can wear a basketball short on stage if you're the drummer. A B short, something yeah, blousey. Yeah. You wear something blousey. I like he's that. The bassist. I like that Eddie oh, Van Halen. I don't know what he wears then. Oh, I liked the idea that Eddie Van Halen was having a hard time finding a drummer, so he just made one. <laughs> yeah. With his sperm. Yeah, like that's that's the solution to every band's problems. Like, are you sick and tired of putting up flyers in music stores? Why not just uh, put your semen into a lady, have her grow a child to term, and then over the course of 21 years, feed it, take care of it, and teach it to play drums. The and then you can take really it. Long, yeah, the fucking... flyer. The longest tear off. <laughs> right. <laughs> it says that whole thing. There's a picture of the woman that's going to. It's yeah. the longest tear They yeah. stretch from one end of Guitar Center yeah, to the sure other. They sure do. Yeah, you got you to gotta wind them, wind them around your from the, it's the They stretch all the way from the drum heads to the microphones. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. I'm Cameron Esposito. Mm, that sounded 
Isn't my voice sounding good? I was I was doing you, a lot of you're doing some voice kegels. Yeah, I was <laughs> vocal I kegels. A, I have like a beautiful woman's voice. It's just, I mean, not the voice of a beautiful woman. I mean, well, I, well, I do have the voice of a beautiful woman. Yeah, it's coming out of this face. Sure, right. I mean, yeah. But uh, I'm talking about let's call let's call us let's call a beautiful spade a beautiful spade, shall we? Put your, put your hat on, Martha May. There's a beautiful lady in the audience. <laughs> yeah, that's the expression I always use. <laughs> Works every time. I yeah. When you say that, you know that one. Put on your hat. Put your hat on, Martha May. There's a beautiful, beautiful woman lady in, in the, the audience. audience. I, where does that expression come from? Yeah, it comes from uh, vaudeville. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Well, then I you love know. it. Right before somebody gets the hook, they say that. Yeah. Oh, well, like back in like the Buster Keaton times. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. Uh, speaking of uh, George and antiquated Gracie. performance, mm-hmm. um, Cameron, you were saying before we started that you are also a circus ringmaster, and you that's said it not very casually. Yeah, but... you said that like that's a real thing that people are. Yeah, no, I am that. That's what I am. Tell us that's what your duty. Tell how did you get into ringmastering, and what are your duties as ringmaster? Um, my duties are I have to wear sparkly lipstick that somebody else puts on me because I can't actually apply makeup. Um, is that now? Is that just because you're a lesbian? Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> is that like a I contract? I refuse to learn. When you and say it gets you know how, to my yeah. face, you, you know okay. how, you then know you guys... how to do it, but there's a contract. No, that no, you I sign. can't. I can't even. I can't get it to stay on my. If I wear lipstick, I just end up kind of awkwardly. I, somehow, it's I, it was part of your admission agreement at down, Sarah Lawrence. Like a ventriloquist a dummy. I did. It was part of my. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Well, when you get your vest. Right. <laughs> they take away your. You have to look at a very specific right direction. Sure. There's a flashing light, and the sure. and the light is sure vaginal. It's right. Wow. It's kind of a vaginal. It's a light. vaginal light. Yeah, well, because there's a void, you know, sure. kind of an emptiness. Sure, absolutely. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm a circus. So I, and then I have to wear a, and then I have to wear an elaborate coat. Wait, what kind to, of circus is this? It's acrobats, not animals. People ask that. Okay. Gotcha. If there's if there's uh, dangerous animals, no, so no. When you were talking those, about when that's for Ven- when that's you were talking for, about riding a cheetah, that's just recreational. Yeah, no, that's not. I wouldn't do that to a to one that was tamed or right. you know cared for by Russians. I would only right. do it. One that I've seen in the wild, and yeah. we've had, we looked at each like other. Like on a weekend. Yeah. Right, sure. Like a, The Wild is the name of a lesbian bar, actually, uh, here in <laughs> That has a cheetah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Um, like, you know, like a well, lot of, you know, a lot of your douchier straight bars in L.A. will have like a mechanical bull. Right. You know, so the, the girls will get a little drunk. They'll get on the mechanical bull. Maybe their top they'll will come off. off. You right can see their the, undies. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah, right into, yeah. right into, yeah. Right onto a boner. Right onto a boner. Right. Yes. <laughs> you have a sophisticated understanding of heterosexual dating and nightlife. That's what it is, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, it's like you trick a woman or you, you know, you try and, try and trip her up somehow so she accidentally... Hits your boner. When yeah. does she? When that's is actually chest hair that's actually how I had my child, Simon. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my wife. I tricked my wife into accidentally hitting my boner. Uh-huh. Here's and what. Nine here's, and later, here's my dating strategy. I've I've bought a box of ball bearings, <laughs> and I hang out uh, outside like a like a used bookstore uh-huh. with like a slippery sort of like a. Kind of like a banana peel, sort of a slippery sort I've of I've tried banana peels, but it just seemed hack to me. Got it. All I right. thought the ball bearings kind of were like classic. They were sleek. What about a used condom? Think about that. Oh. Slippery. <laughs> Also, I have. I was already. How thinking will about I use the condoms. Com- condom though if I don't have the lady? No, no, it's I'm somebody using else's. The- it's somebody else's. Oh, like You've a just gotten guy. it. Some you just. I don't know yeah. how you got it. I'm not sure how you have it. Okay, but you have it in your hand. Okay, you're yeah. holding. It. I could use a 
I could use a, a used condom to trip a lady who then falls onto my boner. Yeah, sure. No, I'm, I say do. I say use the ball bearing. I think your clean, modern aesthetic thing is a really convincing argument. I think it's sort of like a Palm Springs, mid-century modern. Sort of an Ikea, even yeah. like if you, depending on how, yeah, yeah. if the ball bearings are like hollow. And what's nice is you, know you know can I mean? get them at, you can actually get them at Ikea. You can get a box of 5,000 for four ninety nine, and you sure. and that way you get Lingonberry Jam. And some cheap batteries while Swedish you're there. Yeah. balls. Yeah. 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 And ball bearings to trip sex a woman <laughs> is that really it's been a while it's been like a couple years i don't yeah that actually is how it, yeah if that's true yeah that's how it i've works. seen movies right with you've like got Brad mail pit or something in it yeah. but that's not in that movie right i don't know i just right i thought it was about like writing so letters. you're in this lesbian circus am it's i remembering the story all, correctly it's uh yeah it's all lesbians right Wait, so you've got an elaborate coat. Some of them when you say elaborate people. when you say elaborate coat what is that epaulets you know what i mean epaulets technicolor oh, yeah, sure, sure yeah epaulets and uh is this and a waking coat or buttons? a dream coat <laughs> it's a dr- it's a, yeah it's a dream coat for uh-huh. sure. well when donny osmond wears it it's a dream is this coat. something michael jackson might have worn in the late 1980s and early 1990s if he was just a little bit bigger. I'm uh-huh. like probably, if scale-wise, I'm yeah. not a large person, but I'm probably two Michael Jacksons. Uh-huh. If you were to <laughs> measure. That's, that's the system they, they still use in the UK. It is. It's, it's, a, it's yeah. a UK they system. They always stone. wonder why, why Americans are the only ones who don't switch to the Jackson system. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Give me, give, me, give me three Jacksons for a farthing, right. you'll right. say. Your appearance is usually only one or 1.5 Jacksons, but Americans Right, are like I'll a, take two like Tito's of ale, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I have a Latoy of cider? <laughs> uh, so you've got Epaulette. Circus Life, mm-hmm. big time, yeah, big, yeah, Circus Life, uh, yeah, sometimes there's a big top. Most of the time it's in, we work in a warehouse in, uh-huh. in Chicago, like an abandoned warehouse, and there's a circus in there. It doesn't sound abandoned. So, this is well, not actually right. an abandoned so warehouse. You, no, I want, can I just say? You're it's not, you, it's not, you're paying Please. to be You're not there. training henchmen Guys, in there. You, come on. Just, Jesse, let her say it's an abandoned warehouse. Is it's there any cocaine in there? There's no, I mean, only the stuff we bring in. Right. <laughs> right. The circus coke. Yeah. Only, only only the kind we give out to the audience so that they think it's a great show. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so they clean up after themselves afterwards. <laughs> they are energized. They get really into They're acrobatics. Juiced. Yeah. Um, they can't believe so it. So do you have any circus skills yourself or is it just ring mastering? Do you, um, can you tumble? Can you juggle? I can, I, can have a, I can have somebody stand on my shoulders. Okay. I can, I can base a too high. How does that, that sound? Ooh, That's true. Basing so just, a too high. I can, uh, I can also base a flag, mm-hmm. which is when somebody like... Hangs off of your neck like a flag. <laughs> That's when someone flagpole. takes a flagpole yeah. and shoves it into your upper back. Yeah, that's right. So basically your main skill is being able to stand still and rigid. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, great. While women climb on me. That's so how I, I impregnated my yes. life. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> standing very still it's and rigid. same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the same thing. Uh, I can stand still and rigid, and I can also talk out of my face. That's oh. that's what I'm most that's what I'm most valuable for. Oh, nice! Strangely, these circus people can like hang from their necks, or they can juggle chainsaws, but they uh, they don't like to talk in front of people. Yeah, they like to let their let their acrobatics do the talking. That's right. not strange, yeah. Cameron. No, you're right. Just you're like correct. Wolfgang Van Halen likes to let his tasty bass licks do the talking. <laughs> you say that as though you haven't met people who ha- who are interested in developing circus skills. <laughs> Look, I went to an arts high school. I'm, I've met people who like circus skills. I'm not surprised that they don't want to talk to people. 
Yeah, I mean, fair enough. They, they just they just want to do their devil sticks or put their legs behind their heads and have huge or, upper bodies or casually ride a unicycle. Yeah, just around just ride as around a mode of on a unicycle as though that's a thing. Have uh, you met circus girls though? It sounds like what you're describing are circus guys. These God are yes, love them. To, to, yes. I want to. I want everyone to know. I'm in favor of circus guys. Sure. Circus guys are always a little bit weirder than circus girls. Circus, really? Circus girls can be like kind of normal. I, yeah. But I, no, you normal know, here's, for circus can I, world. I mean, I'm not. This is you're not just a, saying that because I, here's the thing, Cameron. Let me hear I'm gonna, the thing. I'm going <laughs> to let me the thing. Tell us the thing about circus girls. <laughs> because you because you have a more because you prefer ladies romantically to gentlemen that's not what lesbianism i'm gonna is. i'm gonna <laughs> let you slide <laughs> because you come from the greek island of lesbos <laughs> that's what it is i'm interested in men um you know uh, I be. I'm gonna let you. I am gonna let you slide on this thing about circus <laughs> girls being less weird than circus guys because I can understand that if I was surrounded by circus girls in a professional environment and they were all going around doing stretches. Say you're trapped in a van. And it's a 14 passenger van. Yeah. Eight female circus performers. You're headed, I don't know, Vermont. Yeah. Like, so I'm, just, look, let's I'm more interested in, I'm romantically interested, I'm romantically interested in my beautiful wife. Sure. But in a yes. context in which I was romantically interested in someone other than my, my And I'm interested wife. in clumsy female Jews who look like <laughs> Elliot Gould. Yeah. Um, so if, if I, if, if I weren't married, I would be interested in ladies rather than fellas. And if I was in a van full of circus performers and it, half of them were dudes and half of them were ladies, I would be making up reasons in my head why the ladies were less insufferable than the guys. (laughs) Because the guys would be sitting there fucking juggling or doing handstand uh, push-ups or whatever the yeah. fuck it is that these people do and the ladies would be putting their legs behind their head or whatever and I would be talking myself in to <laughs> thinking I'd be like well I mean that's alright you know sure there's something weird happened at some point to this woman that drove her into a vagabond nightmare life but I'm part of this now too I signed up for this because of my gift of gab. Again, I'm in your position. I'm probably a talking person. Yeah. You know, it's a good gig. You know, it's fun. Get out there, make a few circus jokes, try and convince people that clowns are funny. Uh, but oh, we have no clowns. Oh, thank God. Um, Clown free situation. Yeah, no clowns. That's a big. That's that's good because yeah. because uh, people doing acrobatics is a lot more impressive than clowns are entertaining. Well, and the other thing is, uh, listen, Jesse. Yeah. Everything you've said is right. I do agree with your summary, but I want to add to it that uh, I have a particular penchant for tough chicks. Right. You know, I mean, right. I mean, if we could stop right now, if we could stop this podcast and please go see Haywire. Uh I don't know what what I'm doing here, honestly. When Haywire is in theaters. Since that's still a movie that exists that I've already seen, you know, like since that 
or uh, sense I mean, I'm, I'm, death proof. Like I could have brought that movie with me, and we could have done. We could just be watching that be on a portable that. DVD player. We could be watching it on my phone. We could be watching the chase scene. We could be yeah. watching Zoe Bell hang on. Right. She hangs right on. She doesn't fall off for a second. She she not even you know hit the gloves. Tough as nails. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. If, yeah. Uh, if you wanted to watch Terminator Three, these are the things I'm interested in. I'm interested right. in female Terminators. And people that are similar to female terminators. Sure. So when you I like a, so you like a woman with an exoskeleton. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're saying. Well, a mechanical exoskeleton. Yeah, or endo. Like endo to oh, right. endo or exo like whatever sure. whatever kind of skeleton, like a skeleton, just a kind of a metallic. A mechanical, yeah. Yeah, like sure. sort of a, a mechanical framework. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like yeah, a, I guess exoskeleton would be on the outside. Right. Like an endo or exo, depending on which model of Terminator you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is this a T eight hundred or is this yeah. a T one thousand? Yeah, this is yeah. We need to let's not split hairs. Right. But we could. We could split hairs. We could split hairs. With Wait, our which, laser beam on. Which one, right. of these, which one of these ladies is the kid from Two and a Half Men? Um, <laughs> that's Wolf Terminator. Yeah. That's T1 Wolfgang. Yes. I don't know. Sorry. Um, so you're into it. No, you're so you're like, like a tough a, lady. So I, And I don't... That's not usually... That's not even always who I date. But like right. I can... I right. think I want sure. to be that. So right. I think I want to... I want to like I want to just when you're when you're hearing me talk if you don't imagine my voice surrounded by a leather jacket right. I'm doing everything wrong so right. um that's I, You've perpetually got a pack really, of cigarettes rolled up in your sleeves yeah, and every I don't, one I don't of your smoke shirts at all but it's just on my arm You got the pack it's, there I, I tucked it right in I had a Yeah yeah cuz you're trouble These girls can do a lot of push-ups They can do a lot of push-ups they can do ah and they're beautiful like they yeah. they somehow have figured out how to have giant arm muscles and beautiful faces at the same time and Please, I'd like to know how. Right, that. so that's what I'm saying. The diagnosis complete. <laughs> so let, 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 on, on that same kick, let me ask you this, and let's, I, I let's, don't, and I definitely don't want you to 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 speak. Am too... I about to answer on behalf of all lesbians? No, no, no. Oh, oh, no. Dang it! I, I know. Uh, yes. I always love when you. On behalf, of, what do lesbians think about uh, Dave Mustaine endorsing Rick Santorum? <laughs> Just some. Un- yeah. Um, do is the world okay? I imagine the world. Number one, of, most lesbians are big Rick Santorum fans. <laughs> I think so. I think let's start with that. He's got a not platform all. that it's lesbians not a monolithic, can get behind. It's women, not a monolithic gay, community. Gay women. You know yeah. what I mean? That's if you really break it down. That's what yeah. lesbians are. Gay sure, women. That's what we those call. Are, that's that's what we call the Santorum sweet spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the intersection of women and gay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So most gays like him, and most women like him, right. but. Definitely most gay women like him because <laughs> sure. he likes them right. a lot. Um, let me ask you this. So I guess I, I, I envision the world of the modern, you know, hipster hippie circus as being um, maybe similar to the Ren Fair or something like that where there's maybe a lot of internal hooking up. Like when you are on tour with the circus, is there a lot of oh, inter-circus good, drama? That's a good question. You know, a lot of people do duo acts, like mm. husband and wife teams. Yeah, yeah. Because, you, because as a circus performer, you thrive on uh, contracts at specific circuses okay. or specific shows yeah, in yeah. different countries. I'm going to give you the most serious answer to this question. I would love it. Because it's Please. fascinating. Thank you. So they will come up with duo acts, and then they are a husband and wife team that also like run up and down a pole mm-hmm. for a living, and then you book them, and they get to travel together. Okay. So, yes, there is a lot of a lot of romance. And then entire lives and acts are built on that romance. Or wow. like a boy and his war horse. That's exactly what I... That's the description. Yes. Wait. So the woman is the... Warhorse. 
Because if so, yeah, like then in the that's movie the War. kind of woman I'm into. That's what like, I'm trying right, to say. A horse-like woman. Yeah, like You're a, into a centaur. Yeah, I'm into a little bit of a, like a, you know, just gleaming, shiny, I've you know, brushed her muscles. Yeah. You really got to watch this movie, War Horse. <laughs> this is going to be. Is sexy. You it's, are going to be. It's hang, the horse in War Horse is hanging on to this muscle car. Yeah. <laughs> driven by <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> it's hot. That's so I guess so, and and you may not know the answer to this, but what happens in the husband wife pole climbing duo when you know, you know the the wife is caught, you know with with you know the seal boy or the guy who guesses weight or yeah, that's a really what happens to the act? I mean, you or say the, the unicorn, yeah. Acts do break up, and and uh, new performers come into old acts. Oh. I've seen that happen. Mm. I've seen like, oh, this used to be her act. I've got a new pole partner. Yep. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, pole it's partner. Just, yeah. yeah. It's just <laughs> Dick. <perfect. laughs> I like that you guys made eye eye contact right after that joke, and then you just looked at each other. Okay. For like a long time. Pole. Yeah. Well, we have dicks. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Yeah. I also. Congratulations. Not here. Wow. Yeah. It's back in Chicago. <laughs> it's a it's a deep dish. Can't travel with that. Deep dish. Deep dish. I don't know what that means. That's Chicago has deep gross. dish pizza, right? I like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, no I like that. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> well. What do you what's your favorite thing in the circus? Oh, my favorite thing is uh God, that's a really crazy question. The costumes, I guess. And also the makeup. These gals wear crazy costumes and make them look beautiful. And uh I have a friend that she spins by her neck, thirty feet in the air. That's her job. Her neck, mm-hmm. like she puts a noose around her head, but back. Like if you could think about it going around the outside. of I your can't neck, think of that as because to it's upsetting. The inside of your neck. Wow. And then she cl- and then she spins real fast, and she has fringe on her costume. So you know how that goes. Fringe. Now you put a little put a little fringe on a you put a little fringe on a horse. And, yeah. And I'm pretty much That's in. a pretty warry horse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a pretty hoary horse. Yeah. I, was waiting for that to and yeah did it and then I did it yeah so that's good. you know yeah. good for me we have fun talking what's about what's your this. favorite thing about the circus do you ever go I liked my dad loves the circus awesome um and he like he loves well I mean he loves all circuses uh, frankly um he loves like Ringling Brothers he yeah. love he's not um. He is not like a um he is a circus traditionalist. So he loves Ringling Brothers. He loves the animal acts and shit. He loves clowns. He loves everything. Uh he also will love like a um a single ring circus, like a low renter circus. Yeah. Um I don't think he really gives a shit about like an artsy circus. Um, you know, you start you you're you're your Canadian type circuses, um, or your Frenchy type circuses, <laughs> uh, your French Canadian type circuses, it starts to get a little more questionable. But uh, Justin, our interns from Canada, he knows what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, you know, I, I think. Have you ever taken him to see an artsy or circus? Not. I'm not actually talking about Cirque du Soleil. I should like explain a- that my my dad is an artsy man. Uh huh. I should mention that. I don't I don't want people to think that my dad works down at the steel mill. Uh I mean not that there's anything French. not that there's anything wrong with working down at the steel mill, but I just don't want to paint an inaccurate picture of my father. My my father is uh uh my father is a very likes to sit around the house reading Henry Miller or whatever. Uh but um when you know popping a boner. 
but sure. uh, <laughs> no, uh, well maybe. Uh, but uh, he likes a he just likes circuses where you know shit's going down. So he took me to the circus a lot as <laughs> as a kid, like a fuck fest. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. The thing that I liked at the circus, though, frankly, motorcycle of globe of death. Oh, you can't. Well, you can't fight that. I mean. Clearly, we've already covered that that's something I'm interested in. <laughs> yeah. Any sort of motorcycle yeah. club of death right there with you. Um, I, um, there was a while um, where there's a little bit where I enjoyed um, on the Yelp app on the iPhone, you could, um, you could check into places yes. and then you could become the Duke or the Duchess of that place. Right. And there was a while where, you know, it was fun to like try and become the Duke of something. Um, but the there's there's the lady who was the duchess of the most stuff in my neighborhood. I didn't know her, but her little avatar was very, very cute. She had, like, this dyed red hair and was really outrageous and clearly, like, you know, went out every night of the week. And I, like, you know, I, I, had, I, got, I developed this little thing for this woman who was this the duchess of, like, everything in my neighborhood. And it went... Jordan had a crush on a girl from Yelp. Yeah. yeah I totally had a crush a on Yelp a Yelp, Yelp avatar. Yeah. Um, like a knighted... Like and I just, like, imagine that, like, you know, I'm sure we would, if we ever, you know, we clearly are in the same vicinity, we're in the same circle. If we ever ran into each other, I'm sure it would be just magic. Um, but then the thing that kind of set it over the edge was I saw that she went to Cirque du Soleil and just her review of it was, go on shrooms, yo. so then you were not interested and then you know i kind of thought then that's when she kind of reached a kind of unattainable status got it you know that's when i'm like okay we're clearly playing on different diamonds right i'll just admire you your little picture from afar sure this ain't no pizza review situation no uh -uh. this ain't no bike repair place no this is no no those are expensive tickets i know that's an expensive drug habit absolutely so gunther what do i she's got dollars like yeah for a woman who's who's you know activity who one of her favorite activities is is shrooming at cirque de soleil what do i have to offer her i don't think there's much you can bring well i mean a uh, the companionship of a, you know, like a, just being there with her and telling her, like, hey, how it's to okay, exit, yeah, how to exit liquids, the circus when she's done. She, so here's she here's a banana. Stay there, yeah. You know? Just take her to take her to chill out in the lobby if it gets to be too much for her. Sort of a tethering. Yeah, I know? guess I could be like a shroom companion, tether mm-hmm. ball. You can a play tether ball mm-hmm. with her. Yeah, you play a little tether ball with her. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. A lady on shrooms likes more than a little bit of tether ball. <laughs> Honey, 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 I know you think the devil is talking to you. Let's just play a little tetherball, get it out of your system. It's okay, baby. And I rub her back. No, then I got a new phone, and the new phone's Yelp app. I got a Windows phone, and the Yelp app on Windows phone does not allow you to check in. So so we've, you know, so that part of my life. You guys broke up, We did. We had to break up because of uh, OS, an OS incompatibility. You're no longer the Duke of your neighborhood. Now you're the Dowager Countess. (laughs) Yes, exactly. I'm now the footman of Whole Foods. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Miss Cameron Esposito here. I um I have two important uh, updates that I want to offer to our listeners because there's things that um 
there's like ways that I connect with our audience and um, uh, really deeply mm-hmm. uh, and that I feel like I need to check in with them once in a while on these subjects. Sure. Uh, first of all, Satsumas. Um, I get a lot of Satsuma-related mail, uh, just an astonishing amount of Satsuma-related mail. Uh, Satsuma, if you don't know, you're from the frozen wasteland of Chicago, Illinois. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, you don't really... You don't have any vegetation there, right? Like all, like plants just die as soon as they get there? Oh, yeah. No, there's no, there's no plants or... Yeah. Uh, you just have deep dish pizzas. Yeah. And no, no, uh, culture. Yeah. Just sausages. And yeah. All the you have a lot of fat. different types of it's brats. It's just one kind of fat person. A lot yeah, of different like brats, a, though. Yeah. One fat person on a top of a mound of brats. Applebee's owns Chicago now, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's now Applebee's presents Chicago. Yeah, it's a small, it's a small uh, suburb of New York. So uh, here's the thing: I I have heartily endorsed Satsumas, and I'm not going to sit here and withdraw my endorsement of Satsumas because Satsumas continue to be a spectacular citrus fruit. They're easy to peel. What do they even look like? They're small. They're Bumpy. It's an orange. It's for for it's it's tiny like seedless orange. What? Uh, it's a delicious little fruit. So the Satsuma is a wonderful thing. I'm sorry that you live in Chicago. You may never get access to it. Yeah. I'm... Um. I was just talking with my uh, with my friend Claire Zulke from the AV Club. She was a Chicagoan. Can't can't find Satsumas for the life of her because she lives in the She's frozen. A friend of mine, you know that frozen frozen wasteland. Well, yeah, we we. You guys can talk about how you can't find any Satsumas. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I feel bad for all the Midwesterners who send me emails. I can't find any Satsumas. I can't find any Satsumas. You know, that sucks for you. You know, should move to a fucking better place. <laughs> You know, enjoy your $200 rent or whatever it is. It's $5. They pay you $5. (laughs) You get paid $5 to live in a mansion on Lake Michigan. you do. With Michael Jordan. He's there. (laughs) And instead of water, the taps pour blue cheese dressing, right? Which is delicious because... Yeah. It's so fattening. Yeah, you know? it's yeah, really that's good. The secret to that's, blue the, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. That's, that, that, that's what Chicago is. So mm-hmm. again, I'm not here to disavow Satsumas because they continue to be fucking tremendous. However, I may have found a citrus that tops the Satsuma. It's called the Deco Pond. <laughs> um, now I know what you're saying, Deco Pond, Jesse. You just made this one up. <laughs> and uh, it's true. It does sound like something that I made up. Uh, it's being marketed in the United States as a sumo mm. in a lot of places. Uh, if, you're alre- if you've already tried a satsuma, it actually looks a lot like a satsuma, only it's about the size of a navel orange. So it has the same kind of... Uh, lightish mid-orange color and sort of weirdly bumpy texture like it looks like a sort of like a reject it's not smooth um but it is as big as a navel orange you know it's like fist sized or a little bit bigger um this thing is a japanese orange thank you to justin who's shown us a picture our intern justin 
It has a big oh, I've bump seen on those. the top. It's like an orange and a gourd. It looks like an alien egg. It looks like yeah, like, it looks yeah. like in the the, movie in the James aliens. Cameron aliens. Yeah. What the what the spider jumps out of and sucks onto your face. I believe you mean face hugger. <laughs> Excuse me, the face hugger. I didn't want to. That's Wait, who am I kidding? Yes, this is the audience that I can... I'm, I apologize that I said spider thing. This thing has been around in Japan and Korea for quite some time now. I think 15 years or Cameron, something like I'm that. Cameron, I'm sorry I said the wrong name yeah. for the thing that creates the xenomorph. I... <laughs> Wanted to wanted to reestablish my credibility. Space jockey. Sure. Okay. Would you guys please Pro stop having media. a little yes, not a prequel. nerd we contest? Because you know who's going to get the emails when you get some little part of it wrong? It's not you. It's me. Forward them to me. Um, we don't have email in Chicago, though. You're so. going to have to send it to me on a citrus fruit. <laughs> You're gonna uh, have to. Sh- you're gonna have to shove it inside of a potato skin in Chicago. <laughs> melt cheese on the top. Add bacon bits, and it, that's the only yeah. way the Chicago and then serve post it office in a deep dish crust. Right. In, yes. in Chicago, Christmas stockings still just have a single orange in them. They sure <laughs> they go, oh my god, fresh fruit yeah. in the middle of winter. I know. I can't believe it. Myself. And then you peel the orange. Oh, ham. Yeah. <laughs> ham inside. <laughs> So, uh, psych. This Decopon, <laughs> aka Sumo, this thing's the best thing since fucking sliced bread. It's been around in Japan and Korea for a long time. There was this secret importation of this thing into California like seven or eight years ago. If you Google this thing, Decopon, uh, you can read about how it was secretly secretly imported into California because it takes a long time. Did people uh, smuggle them over in their butts? Yeah, basically. But it takes a long time to grow one of these trees. You know what I mean? Like to get to get it to the point where it bears fruit. Sure. You know, it takes seven or eight years. Like a woman. So they <laughs> exactly. I don't think that you have a sophisticated understanding. Oh, also of yeah. No, trust me, I do. That's what me and Rick Santorum both believe uh-huh. about women. Right. They need eight years. To you got mature, that from that birth control panel. They have panel. to have babies. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so cut, they're cut down and made into kindling. That's right. That's right. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, it took eight years of secret growing. This consortium of growers here in Southern California grew these things secretly for eight years um, without telling anyone because they wanted to keep it. They didn't want anyone else in the United States to grow them. They have the exclusive rights to grow them. That's you. Can't, Isn't they that have crazy? Exclusive fruit rights. There, that's a real thing. I cannot believe that's a real thing. Okay, so... Are there fruit lawsuits? Fruit suits, if you will? There are fruit suits. Fruit suits. It seems wrong, but it's true. Uh, so if you... This is just a fucking warning out there to anybody who wants to have their life changed by a fruit. Fuck with these deco ponds, my friends. Are they seedless? Uh, yeah. So you can get them here in... in you can get them in California. And now this, these people. And I bet are you can. I bet them you can the... get them if you live in a cool place like New York or something. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. No offense, other no, people. No, no. I. I mean, look, Chicago is a beautiful uh, city. If it wasn't a frozen wasteland, everyone would live in Chicago. <laughs> then, got, then it wouldn't be so affordable. Guys got that bean. We do have that. That's that is our. You're thinking of our mayor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we call him the bean. You got He's that beautiful. You got all that beautiful architecture. Yeah, guys. Batman uh, was filmed there, as everyone in Chicago will tell you three times a day. Chicago is great. I have Chicago is great. I hate I hate going to New York or LA and telling people I live in Chicago because 
It's a frozen wasteland. No. And you have to hear about what a frozen wasteland it is. Overalls. Like, I can't yeah. even describe. No, Chicago is you. great in every way other than the fact that it's a frozen wasteland five months out of the year and an insufferable nightmare oven four months out of the year. That's what makes the people strong. It's true. You they're know? hearty. That's what makes them so angry. <laughs> can I they're ask a? Angry. Can I ask a fruit? Very pleasant. Can I ask a fruit? Chicago etiquette? is a fucking beautiful, wonderful city. Yeah. In all sincerity, love, a beautiful city. Love my town. Can I ask? I'm gonna get out of there pretty soon. Makes, <laughs> hey, see you later, guys. Makes yeah. your, you did good. Makes your body hurt when you go outside for much of the year. But yeah, a beautiful oh, city. I mean, and, and, and real low, real low ceiling on the entertainment industry. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I you could host a web series top. for avcub.com. I, I could not be higher. You could have a one-line part in Batman. <laughs> oh, that know, wasn't already. Didn't completed. they actually take the third Batman away from Chicago? Didn't they film the third Batman somewhere else, like Pittsburgh or something? I don't know. I don't have that. None of the where it's so just all over the place. It is in Chicago, but it's also in Pittsburgh and New York City. It's everywhere. Justin okay. says it's all over but everywhere. I don't think that it matters because we had Transformers. So oh, there you go. Oh, okay. you know, the last time I was in Chicago, they were filming a Transformers movie there, and there was a lot of fake rubble There's in carnage the streets all over the yeah, place. Like yeah, cars like sticking out of styrofoam other cars. rubble. Yeah, it's true. It was very funny. Um, can I ask a fruit etiquette question? Well, they shot Sister Act and Sister Act Two near my house when I was growing up. So suck on that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you ever moved away from there. <laughs> Yeah, you should have right? just imported what are these called? Deco ponds? Imported your deco ponds to that house. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan. Um fruit etiquette question. Yeah. Um so taking a if you work in an office, taking a piece of fruit into an office is not a big deal. I mean, you know right. ha- take a pear into the office. Take a, you know, take take a take take an orange. Right. Nobody's gonna look at you sideways for that, right? No. If I'm in an office situation, can I eat a pomegranate at my desk? Can I tear open a pomegranate and pick out the seeds like an ape? Because <laughs> I am to the point now where I love pomegranates. I will eat three pomegranates a week. That's because you don't eat sugar. Yeah, exactly. And it, it just, it really just, uh, uh, to, to, to borrow a phrase from the last podcast, just really flicks my bean. It's really just... You gotta get with these deco ponds, Jordan. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I, like the, I like the taste of the pomegranate, but I also like the, the rending of it. I like the kind of primal... Yeah, that's what I was just gonna say, is it might show your boss or whoever you're working next to that you're like an industrious worker. Right. Because that is the stupidest food <laughs> in the Abs- world. Absolutely. I mean, it, it takes so much work and you get zero, almost nothing. Yeah, you're not, not, you're like not a, less hungry after like you eat all the Like a slightly delicious seeds. taste. Yeah. And it's not even, you know, super, de- it's just slightly delicious. It no. does look beautiful mm-hmm. and it's very uh, satisfying to go ahead and put those seeds right in your mouth. But look at what that shows to the people <laughs> right around you. And you're just like, I, I'm undeterred. I will. I'm good at the little things. You don't know, pay fuck with me, details. or I will tear open your head and eat yeah. the goo inside. Is that? Yeah, you think that's? You think that's part of it? Yeah, you know what should. you should get, I'm not Jordan. A, yeah, I'm not against that. That's. You know what I think violent. you should get? Hmm. A cherimoya. What's that? That's like it's like a sort of like a it's like a mango or something like that, but it's got a scaly exterior and a custardy interior. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, that's something you can really fucking teach people a lesson with your eating of. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Just real go threat right through the scales to the custard. A real threat food. Yeah, but do you th- do you guys think a pomegranate is too gross to eat in mixed company or in an office situation? I find that I get the juice all over the place. Yeah, no, it's can a messy thing too. That? No, absolutely no. I get it all over myself. Yeah, Jordan, so you're a writer. Way. And then I pet my cat, and then I get him on the cat. Yeah, get it on the cat. 
I mean, I think that I find that there's this thing where when I go have a meeting with a Hollywood person, mm-hmm. uh, they have a hard time. Brian rap- Grazer, for instance. Yeah, like like when I have Let's one of my Brian many Grazer. lunch meetings with, with Brian Hollywood Grazer. Yeah. Um, like it, like if uh, I go visit Berg, that's what I call Steven Spielberg. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's racist. Um, yeah, I I call him that because he's black. Okay, yeah. um, the man's name is Papa Warhorse. <laughs> um, I uh, when I go in with meet with some Hollywood person or other, I can always tell that they're concerned. Uh, they're concerned that I'm not uh, talented. Uh, because I seem like my life is together, <laughs> like I have an exterior appearance of a person whose shit is who's on top of his shit, um, and so uh, I think that this could only benefit you as a creative person. Yeah, looking like a disheveled, stained, yeah, wild man Got who rips it. open fruit with Just, his hands. Yeah, your hands are inky. With yeah, the, with the with the blood of this of fruit. fruit. Yeah, yeah, that is kind of. Yeah, that no, I, I don't disagree with. And you should be late too. Show up late and then be like, "I'm sorry, I had to eat this fruit. I have to leave in I, five minutes." Yeah, and then like put it. a timestamp on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe I should be. Maybe I too. Maybe I do try and clean myself up too much when I. Maybe my. You know. No, I don't. I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan, let's not go over let's the not, top. Let's here. not. Let's not go nuts. But maybe my my lack of. Maybe I should really just go over into disheveled wild man territory if i want to be more successful i mean you can't be a crazy genius if you're not crazy that's true you can only be yeah you know regular functional it's a really good point i mean i think that just like just like last week uh just like last week on the show um when we heard about how um uh some people have that special secret power of having people around them want to defend them and help them Mm -hmm. i think the crazier you seem uh, to go along, I mean, you're a very talented man. I don't think anyone would deny that you're a talented man. I think if you seem like the kind of madman who would tear into a bloody fruit at his desk, other people around you will want to tend to your talent mm. rather than asking you to be the guy who does the paperwork. That's a good point. Also, if if it's if you're such a wild, if you're such a an untamed fruit eater, you know, maybe you're the kind of person to come up with a really great sitcom. Yeah, idea because you're just an idea person. Sure, you, you thought of the idea to bring a pomegranate. I mean, I think I, I think my my situation is I've got them. No one's asking, and maybe that's because I don't look crazy enough. Mm, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I would wear a tie right around your head. Mm-hmm. Tie it around your head like Rambo style. Should I poop myself? Uh, that's kind of unclean. I mean, yeah, I don't know if people yeah, yeah. want. Yeah, you know, might might consider peeing in a jar or a jug. That's better. Mm-hmm. Carry your own urine with you because that's sanitary. Yeah, or just buy some urine. I mean, you don't actually have to do it. It seems like it wouldn't be unpleasant to do that. So you could just buy some urine, maybe for one of those drug test, fake a drug test type situations <laughs> in the back of High Times. <laughs> right. You know? Or just... Maybe I should be always carrying around a High Times with me. Yeah. Like some people carry a newspaper under their arm. Yeah. Or that urine, that like that whole urine set up in Gattaca. Do you remember that? I have not seen film? Gattaca. Oh my god! Well, it's there's a really elaborate urine setup because. Tell me about it. <laughs> people are just. Judged, I am all ears. People are just judged on different things in the future. Okay. And, and I like this carrying around a high times thing though. I like the idea of you being like an old timey newspaperman, or like a guy who goes into the office. So I like you in a three piece suit. Uh, you know, a nice trilby on your head, maybe with a feather in it. Uh, but also 
it, you know, brogues, long wing brogues on your feet, uh, high times under your arm. And then if you have to go into a, like a thrift store or something like that, you have to check your high times at the counter and get like a little paper clip where they put that. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, they don't want you to... Like, oh, number 42, that's yeah. my high times. <laughs> that's my, uh, yes, that's my high times, August 2011 yeah. interview with Violent J. Or like sometimes and you valet it. Lil Shaggy. Yeah. Am I getting the insane clown posse names right? Violent J, Little Shaggy? Shaggy Too Dope. Mmm, Shaggy Too Dope. Violent J. Violent J and Shaggy Too Dope. The insane clown posse. Yeah. Popular clown rappers. I know, I know. I know lots of... Do you know sometimes they have comics that go out to the gathering of the Juggalos? Yeah, I mean, like a a Brian Posehn goes out there and, um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, Earthquake? Also, someone... there are some Chicago comics that Hannibal Burris has done it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's wow. what I was thinking. I was thinking someone we know has gone yeah. out and done that. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, you work in a circus capacity. Are you just trying? Is this just like the little leagues or like AAA to hope to go to the big leagues, which is the gathering of the Juggalos? Well, you know, Rick Santorum and <laughs> um, and the Insane Clown Posse, I think both are pretty on board with lesbians. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Just from a, yeah. like a respect Sure. Well, I mean, they had Tila Tequila, who's a famous lesbian <laughs> activist, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're, they're open I'm to it. I'm just imagining Tila Tequila on, like, I Love the 90s or something like that. Yeah. At one of those talking head shows, it just says Tila Tequila and then underneath lesbian yeah. activist. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Love, 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 love. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Cameron Esposito, regular person. Just standard. Your standard issue. This is Cameron Esposito. (laughs) This is thing number two. The base model. You don't have a spoiler. You don't have XM satellite radio. I don't even have AC. Yeah. Now that I've addressed the... (laughs) Manual windows. (laughs) Like a girl with manual windows. (laughs) Now that I've addressed the deco pun, there's one other thing I need to address. Okay. And this is something that I've I've just been concerned about lately, and I wanted to give it some time uh, for American audiences to catch up uh, before I addressed it, Mm -hmm. and that is this. Um, A year and a half or so ago, I introduced a lot of our listeners to a wonderful television program called Downton Abbey. One of my favorite shows. You imported it from England up your butt. I did. Yeah. You brought it. I put it in a condom. And you've been... You swallowed yeah. it. You've been brewing You swallowed it the DVDs. Seven years. Yeah. The master yeah. beta tapes. Yeah. Of the first seven episodes. Yeah. The Mr. Bates master betas. Mm-hmm. And... Um, <laughs> That's funny. I... Uh, and I'm very happy about having done that. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a lot of thank you emails from people who say, you know... Thank you for introducing me. I did, would never have watched the show. I was on PBS, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't really believe you at first, but then, you know, you were so enthusiastic about it, et cetera. Uh, Cameron, for you, I don't know, you guys don't have PBS in Chicago. So I do know what Downton Abbey is. Oh, okay. But please describe it. I have not actually seen it. Oh, Because huh. I, I do things with my life. This is like, if you could do, if you could do, like, if you could just use a Harry Carey metaphor for Cameron's benefit. Yeah, that would be great. Chicago sports casting legend. I want to hear the number of, <laughs> number of three pieces. Um, 
It's a, it's a, it's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's a Victorian show of it's. A, there's the, there's the servants, and then there's the upper class, and oh, there's, there's so much uh, struggle and unsaid. But it's like a soap opera y kind of a, yeah, yeah, like intrigue. It's Edwardian. Oh, excuse me, mm-hmm. I said, I'm sorry, I called it Victorian. Jordan, I'm a um, jerk. So there's less dropsy in this one. <laughs> there's been two, s- <laughs> some dropsy. There's been two seasons of this show, yes. right? Um, or series, as they're known in the UK. And I really, I loved the first series. And and um, I went to I went to England to shoot, put this on uh, a couple months ago. And I, while I was there, I was talking with our friend Colin Anderson, a, a BBC radio producer, and he had not watched it. But by then, the second series had not started here in the United States, so it had not yet achieved beloved cult television status, which it has since here. Um, but it was a hit show in the UK. It was a hit show in the UK from the start. And so I, I was joking with him about it, and I was, and he was saying, you know, he saw it as, you know, the way that we would see, I don't know, The Sopranos or something like that. Except it's a little less classy than The Sopranos. And I was trying to explain to him, well, you know, it's it's something that nobody really watches because nobody really watched the first series. So, you know, we let it slide. And he's like, well, I've heard the second series isn't quite as good as the first series. It's a little soapier. And I was a couple episodes into the second series at the time. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, it's pretty good. And maybe a little bit. About halfway through the second series of Downton Abbey, shit just goes completely insane. Just shit goes completely fucking. That's when they introduced the uh, alternate timeline. They basically do introduce it. Alter- That's when you find out they're on an island? There is an episode yeah. that... They flash sideways. Is that what they said? They did Lost, there's a flash sideways? There is an, yep. there is an episode that all but introduces an alternate timeline. I'm not going to spill yeah, the beans on it. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm it. excited to watch it, so don't... Uh... I'm not going to spill the beans on what happens, but I will do this. I will say that I remember, I, I remember watching Six Feet Under back when Six Feet Under was on television, and thinking, like, this is a pretty good show. It's a little bit flawed, but I think it could pull it together. And then at one point, there was this episode where, uh, what was the dude from Dexter? You know, the Michael Dexter? C. Hall. Yeah, so that guy was so wonderful on Six Feet Under. He's yes, a he very was. gifted Great actor. Character. Just brilliant on that show. And then there was just this episode where, for no reason, out of nowhere, he got kidnapped and raped a bunch of times. <laughs> And it was like, uh, it was like they were just, it was as though they had had a meeting in the story room and they had been like, well, uh, we had Dwight from the office come on. Obviously, this is before he was Dwight from the office. And we weren't really sure what to do with that. We just had him go around and Dwight from the office a little bit. It was completely off tone from the show. And then eventually we just had him not be on the show anymore. Um, so maybe we should just have one of our guys get kidnapped and raped? Yeah, why not? You know, and then basically from then on, just they're just like "Eh, every week we'll just think of a new some crazy shit to happen. Just some crazy fucking shit will happen. Some jump the shark moments. Just some shit will go down. And I don't understand why on these television programs, there just seems to be a point where they're just like, ah, fuck it. Let's just have shit happen. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Like it's it's like is is their fear of the show being boring that powerful that they're just like, you know what, we just... Because in Downton Abbey, what happens towards the second half of the second series is just all of a sudden, literally 10 things start happening per episode. Like, there will be 
the one crazy episode happens. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the last three or so episodes of the second series, the ten crazy things happen. A crazy thing happens to every character on the show. But I think the in last every last, episode, the last you know, the the first season of Downton Abbey, they 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 sustained an hour of pretty riveting drama on the fraudulent results of a flower show, right? <laughs> which is what was so great. Which was what was so great sure. about the show. Right? I mean, what was that was what made it a good show. Sure. All right. I haven't seen the show, but let me, let me suggest something that I, yeah. I think often happens with television shows. Like, a good example would... Well, all... Sh- but, like, Alias. This happened yeah. with Alias. And... Does this fall into the muscular woman yeah, category? Yeah, so I've clearly seen that show. <laughs> right. I was going to cite the L word, but then I was like, no, no, I'll go with the <laughs> That's more relatable. Yeah, we saw uh, through God, your smoke myself. screen. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, no, the, so shows will come on the air where you can tell the person who created them had this great initial concept, so, but wait, didn't let's try- imagine Hold on. the entire I, arc. Sure. I've been watching a lot of Battlestar Galactica. What? I yes. just just the Starbuck parts. Now hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> but to, actually, it's actually, now that I've that just said Battlestar, yeah, actually, that, you could have that could have come out. Was that I, did I, am I a ventriloquist? Season. <laughs> really weird. Now that I've said that, just to make you know Cameron, if you want to just take of, five, we'll just do your bits <laughs> from now on. You, if you guys, if you, you guys can come fill in for me, Starbuck next time. and I are the same gender. Don't you know it? If you guys so just want to make fun of characters that are sort of like Natalie from Sports Night <laughs> yeah. and me, um, but uh, uh, I think uh, Battlestar Galactica is another show where they seem to have sort of had a plan for a little while. Yeah, then, and they're just like, ah, fuck it, let's just have some different shit happen. It just seems like they come on the the scene with like this is the great initial concept, but there's no. There's no uh, parking spot. There's no garage. <laughs> right. At the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, they're doing a lot of three point turns. They're looking for ages. <laughs> they're doing a lot of three you know, point they're turns. They're being directed sure. in the Trader Joe's parking lot by somebody, you know, but they can't figure out how it's to. It's a busy they, parking they, lot. They, they pull in behind a guy. Mm-hmm. The lights are on. He's not backing up. Yeah. It's just somebody who left their lights right. on. Right. Just wait. And then that They're guy's still in Trader dead. Joe's. Yeah, no, it's true. All there's. So I just feel like that's what's, what's happened. People, they. What shows do not follow this formula? Yeah, that would be an easier yeah, thing guess, to like, be, what's the, to be the Wire. Yeah, like The Wire, right. The Wire there had a is. different context each season. Well, I think that would be how genius, they... You know, that's yeah. why you want a genius grant or whatever. Yeah. Award? Grant? Award? Yeah, it's a grant. Grant? Yeah. Yeah. It's a grant. Well, it's an award that comes with a grant. It's an award, it's a grant, a, an award grant. Well, there's Tremors, the TV series on the Sci-Fi Network. Sure. I mean, that had but, a very clear beginning, yeah. middle, and an end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, yeah. I just don't understand the part about why they just start having a lot of different stuff happen. I think it's, I think, yeah, I think it's just tough. I think that, you know, that it's just tough to, to because in TV, you're all, you know, you're not, when you pitch a show, you're not thinking about, episode you know season yeah, 10 you're thinking about thinking. oh god i want to get a tv show on the air like um, you wouldn't believe how crazy it is and yeah. then later you actually wouldn't believe how yeah crazy like it is. as 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 and a guy the train's for the, rolling too i think that's yeah, part of the problem absolutely right? and yeah. yeah and as a guy like like as a guy who for the first time has a pilot that someone could potentially buy from him like oh fuck i don't i would not even begin to tell you what happens in season three of this show i just want someone to pay me so i could work for a tv show you know and that's in a comedy where in in most situation comedies the basis of it is 
that it begins in one place, goes through a quite crisis, and then returns sure. to stasis. Yeah, exactly. Right? That it resolves back to zero so that you can start with anything you want in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. You're no, listen, I know I'm not going to score big points. With, I'm just guessing I'm not going to score big points with you two on this, but I will tell you I think a show that did it very well. Back me up, listeners. Uh, Sex in the City. Sex in the City found a, a, an appropriate end it changed tone a little bit in the middle. It started out kind of like a little bit VH1-y. Mm-hmm. There are some moments where <laughs> in the first season, the characters directly address the camera. By the end of the show, there's it's some, like there's overproduced some parts where, and beautiful. And so it doesn't, doesn't look the same. There's but a lot of parts where the, Paul Shear is making comments about stuff. There's, yeah. There's, yeah. <laughs> VH20. Yes. Yeah. It's a little VH20. Yeah. Um, yeah, but as a and you're right, you probably won't get us to back you up. You don't have to back um, me up, but, but I'm just. I'm but just I would actually, this, I would like to hear it from you. For as so, maybe the movies aside, you felt like Sex in the City was a journey that wrapped up in a satisfying way. I do. I also was just the right age where I was in college when mm-hmm. that when that wrapped up. And all of my female friends would get together and like watch it together mm-hmm. and cared about the characters. And most of the things they did made sense in a real life mm-hmm. situation where you have an undeterminate amount of disposable income. Gotcha. As long as given that, yes. If okay. then. Yeah. Yeah. Given, given the fact that, that Carrie supposedly works as a freelance writer and has more <laughs> right. monoplonics and then casually says the price of her shoes constantly right given that good good show good arc sure good arc on that show um let me okay oh oh, here's something that i heard recently um i started watching a few episodes of the x files on netflix instant and this was a show that i did not watch as a kid um but just tried to turn on some episodes out of curiosity and really started to have a good time with it it's a lot of fun uh but our friend kumail nanjiani uh, recently went on a tirade about how it's the most disappointing ending of all times, and he hates it. So I'm wondering whether I should continue or not. Am I just setting myself up for crushing disappointment? Justin, the intern, has a strong you opinion about this. You have a face. after season five. He says stop to after stop after season, season five. Is that when Mulder or Scully no. leaves? No, they move. Well, I'm, this might be my own personal bias. They move from Vancouver to Los Angeles. He's just upset that yeah. they moved. Wait, but they oh. moved production. So there's not enough. So you, you see less poutine no, 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 the in the shots. The show also He's <laughs> upset that they moved the location away from his childhood. But that's also funny that because you just moved from Vancouver to Los Angeles. Yes, but so I'm think also about that. Oh my god, that's what I was wondering. You're getting worse. Yeah. Jeez, Louise, Justin, you're fired. Uh, that's number one. Yeah. Go back to Canada. You're not wanted here. I wish I could watch. I can't I'm watch revoking your visa. Things. It is a little bit scary. I yeah. can't. Yeah, I can't. I can't deal with like. Uh, there's a creature that lives in a sewer and has like no eyes or something. Yeah, that's a that's sightless. A, sightless creatures are yeah. have a forget it. Yeah, forget. No mole watch monsters. Buffy. The Vampire Slayer, and as you know, as a lesbian, I'm supposed to, so it's really upsetting. I That's right, yeah, you have to watch a certain amount a year. It's like staying in SAG. You have to work a certain amount That's of hours. Right. To yeah, stay yeah. in the lesbian mm-hmm. guild, mm-hmm. you have to watch... A lot of Alison Hannigan. Real <laughs> yeah. heavy on the Hannigan. Yeah, heavy on Hannigan. So she's, she's in the, in the, in the lesbian community, she's, a, she's a, a fixture? Well, she was a gay witch on that show. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. 
I find her adorable. I in in my own personal straight community in yeah. my <laughs> brain and penis. Oh my god, what's that? Tell me about it. Uh, we have a lot of parades. Yeah. <laughs> we're a very uh, we're a very proud community. What do you feel like you have to keep up on? They enjoy sta- to... that community enjoys standing at attention. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of flag ceremonies. Yeah, yeah. You base a you base a flag. Yeah, we base yeah. a flag, and yeah. then uh, some uh, uh, Marines have to come and fold it. Yeah. I, <laughs> am I still talking about my penis? I've seen that a lot. So. I think I've I am. Well, don't. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're a very we're a very proud community. Our our uh, our 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 interests are mainly Allison Hannigan, mm-hmm. Christina Hendricks, other famous redheads. Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah. Yeah. What are the other famous redheads? Jessica Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> yes, we have a lot of watch a lot of cartoons. So it's the it's the three of those I can think of. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. And uh, the 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 uh, the the strange European woman of indeterminate origin from Transporter 3. Sure, yeah. She's great. Uh, She's good run, in everything. Lola, run, Lola, Yeah, sure. The movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Mila Jovovich is often the master of ceremonies. Oh my God, our, she uh, is the master of everything. So yeah. Am I still talking about my dick? Uh-huh. I think so. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, I don't know, sweet. I mean... It sounds fun. Anyway, so I just want to let people know. It doesn't get... <laughs> It does. I just don't want people to be like, well, why didn't Jesse tell me about... Because I feel so personal. So I get so many emails about this that I know people personally, like, they trust me on this one. And I just wanted to let people know that I'm aware of the issue. And I'm working to resolve it. <laughs> Are you going you're gonna, to you're gonna stick with it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a total disaster. Is just yeah. I feel you know. I feel like I love those characters so much to the yeah. point where if the even if the plotting went a little bit off the rails, I would just enjoy spending time with them. Here's the thing: like I, I have a, such a hard time with television drama, with the arbitrariness of television drama, that um, I, it, I might lose track of it. I mean, I really just have a hard time watching television drama for that very reason. I just. When arbitrary stuff starts happening, it just get I just get upset and stop wanting to watch it. Like, and so, and so, I might end up checking out, but I'm I'm not for now. I mean, they're holding on to me for now because I am very invested in the characters. But there's stuff happening. It sounds that, like you're through this podcast. You're issuing PBS an ultimatum. Well, I'm. Are you I, saying put up or shut up? Technically, I'm issuing it to Julian Fellows and Sky TV. <laughs> PBS is not the commissioning organization. They're simply a licensee. Fair enough. So, the, But this, this series or this season has already been filmed. So yeah, and so is the read... Christmas special. Yeah. And they've added Shirley MacLaine, from what I understand. For season three. Yeah, I mean, she was great in the apartment. Absolutely. She's a good crystal salesman, also, if you... <laughs> She did sell crystals. Yeah. <laughs> so there's two points in her favor. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I mean, I don't know. I, I I hope that they'll... I just want them to know that they don't have to have all of the things happen in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> they can just have a couple of things happen in every episode and I'll be sad. And I'll be satisfied. They can have... They can seriously. They can go. They, hey, they can just go back to the flower show if they want to have. Were the results fraudulent? Two, they'll ask. They can have two stories in a sixty-minute episode. That's enough for me. They don't need to have nine mm. stories. 
Well, I mean, maybe it's, an, it's just an issue of kind of filling the time. Maybe they can have two stories. Yeah, they got to fill those six hours more, a year. And then more, <laughs> uh, and then they can have, add more loaded glances. Yeah. Are you saying just maybe the What about have, the smoldering glances, there's though? some smoldering glances? More maybe, glances, I think. I think one agree. disappointment is that Mary has been a little bit angrier and a little less smoldering lately. Mm-hmm. I can't talk about plot details again because I don't want to ruin anything for anyone. And so... I guess there's been a little less smoldering going on within. She's been transferring a little less is smoldering the through the screen to me. Actualized in this show? I mean, if it is it, you are, don't need are it we to be. A little, are we seeing? I guess my question is, how British is it? How much peen do you see? Is that what you're asking? To British? No, I mean, like, do they how show much any is schlong? It? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not interested. Unless is this do. a schlong slower? Just from, from a sociological perspective. Listen, um, if you're looking for a TV drama with a lot of schlong, <laughs> you're going to want to watch Spartacus: Blood and Sand on the Stars Network and all the Starbucks parts from. No, really. Is uh, that true? Sp- okay, well, I was recently well, here, reading about this I, I was, show. I, I yeah, seen it. I actually watched the the whole of Spartacus Blood and Sand that is uh, available on Netflix Instant. Uh-huh. Oh Jesus! Here's Jordan. what's going on on Spartacus Blood and Sand. Lot Jordan, of, what? You're what's wrong with America? It's not a. It's a. It's a ridiculous show, but it's a lot of fun. Have you okay. watched any of it? Your why, it's not a terrible show. Your why party down got canceled. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Because I retroactively watched Spartacus on Stars. It's not an. I mean, it's a, it's along the lines of like a you know. Uh, I'm trying to think of something that it's akin to quality wise. Got a lot of shouting, really a lot long of nudity, like a really long 300. Like a yeah, like a really long 300, like a like a like a True Blood. And I know that's kind of a shitty oh. show, but it's fun in the same way that that show's fun. Uh, you're having a lot of nude Xena in Spartacus, and you're having a lot of muscular men having nude arguments with each other. Xena. The, the warrior, the princess. warrior princess. princess, yeah, yeah. The the character of Xena, the, the warrior princess, or the, actor <laughs> the actress. Who pl- it's in an alternate. You're universe. telling me that there's a Lucy Lawless in this. Did you this not show? Yeah. get this in your lesbian e newsletter, guys? I don't know what I've been doing. Well, I haven't been returning my lesbian mail. I've only been using my regular. Oh yeah, do you have it? Oh okay. There's a there's like well a since s- you're visiting LA you probably put your lesbian mail on hold yeah vacation I hold yeah I do put that on hold it just goes into a giant bra yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a giant not bra. Right. Yeah, depending. <laughs> depending on... A giant sarong. Cultural. Yeah. Sarong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A giant armpit hair? Yeah. That work? All right. Yeah, I don't why know why not? Um, Lucy Lawless is it. She's a... Speaking of Battlestar Galactica, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. She was on that. She is uh-huh. a real striking lady. Yeah, she's Australian. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just sitting around talking chicks, huh, She's bros? tough. They do. You guys want to pound some brews later? <laughs> sure. Woo! We'll be back sure in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Cameron Esposito here. You're sending a text message, Cameron. I'm getting picked up. I didn't drive over here, so I'm telling him where I am. Whatever. I'm sorry about it. Whatever. Well, okay. She's arranging here? for. Do you want me to live here? Yes, I do want <laughs> okay, you to live well, here. You, just you have seem to ask. like a fun lady. Just ask me to live You're here. a fun lady. I didn't mean to. Okay. Imply I don't want to live here. Let's talk about. First of all, makepixelart.com. We should. Because they're, they're the best. Sure, they're amazing. The best place for making pixel art is makepixelart.com. And they have an app. 
Now let's talk about stacks. Thanks, so, thanks, for, uh, <laughs> thanks for taking that one was home. That, did you do this thing? That was great. That was All great. Right. Well, I'm a bit it of a was, musician. It was really it good. It shows. Uh, stacks up. Carol, I mean, <laughs> not Carol, Cameron. But what if my name was Carol? God, I would be such a different person. Yeah, you would be. Uh, you'd be a lot more pleasant to hang around, I I'll tell know. you that much. Mm-hmm. Old-timey, um, too. Kind of old-timey. Cameron, sure. I know you have a lot of problems with slivers of soap. What happens is you get to that last sliver, and of course it's convex. I mean, you don't have to describe this to me. I, I've said this to you so many times. You want to yeah. save it, and your bar of soap, what shape is that? It's also convex. So you want to mush them together. What happens? There's only one point of contact, because that's the nature of yeah. these things. Uh-huh. They're, they're, point, they're two convex surfaces. They're only going to come together in one, this one tiny place. If only there was a soap that had a concave surface so that when your bar got down to a sliver, you could take a fresh bar out and a beautiful concave surface and you could push that sliver into that concave surface. It would fit perfectly and create a perfectly beautiful round new bar, thus eliminating soap waste. It's like a soap Lego. I wish there was such a thing. Here's my concern with this product, right? which is... What's the I'm stack soap? Stack soap. Here's my concern with stack soap. Right. Great idea. Yeah. Innovative. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. If what if the last sliver of your stack soap is the concave part, and then you put it on the uh, the the concave part of your new bar of stack soap? Mm-hmm. If you put the concave part on top of the other concave part, does that create a black hole? Yes. Okay. But you that's mean, one of the advantages. Are you talking about like a singularity? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Sure, where machines become smarter than us and yeah. then a, a black hole uh-huh. crushes Malcolm Gladwell. Right. That's why they're so popular among supervillains and despots. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, it has a... Are you a, are you a power-mad South American dictator? It has Do you want to have a black hole to keep the U.S. and Israel in line? It has a Kickstarter at StackSoap.com where you can kick some money in. You can get some of this Stack Soap. Um, nothing on the Jumbotron this week, but if you want to get up on the Jumbotron next week, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's cheap. It's easy couple hundred bucks. We will share your message, be it personal or commercial, right here on Jordan Jesse Go. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go on a continuing basis, email our development director, Teresa, at Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Cameron Esposito right here. Um, we've got some momentous occasions if you guys want to. Jordan, Jesse, it's me, Elizabeth, in Oregon. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I was. Hey, Elizabeth! Hi! We know you, apparently. Do we? I don't know. She sounds nice. I love what she said. Yeah. I love what she said. I liked her. Me. That's great. She won me already. Yeah. In fact, I want to hear it again. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. That was it. a lot of fun. That, no, I like the Jordan, familiarity. Jordan, Jesse, it's me, Elizabeth, in Oregon. I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I was just hiking in the woods with my dogs, and we emerged from the woods overlooking a pond, and two uh, beautiful ducks immediately took flight up over the pond, and then I followed them with my eyes, and then I saw at the edge of the woods across the way a coyote looking right at me and we stared at each other for a second and then it turned and went off into its woods and I turned and went off into my woods and it was fucking magical. Nature, am I right? 
Yeah, you're right. Wow, that was high. Fair I like thought that was high energy. I could so, I could feel the adrenaline in the call. I like yeah. that she and the coyote had separate woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I like that she lives in the woods. Yeah, that's why she's so excited about this fucking coyote. I know. fucking ducks. Yeah. That's why you put the fucking phone number 206-9844 in your cell phone. Mm -hmm. Because when shit goes down, we want to get it in the moment. Those ducks, man. In the future, if you come across another coyote or any wild dog, you're going to want to... Make makeshift claws for yourself Trap by it. Blaking, yeah. breaking yes. glass and taping them to your hand. <laughs> you sure are. You sure are. But don't let us see what happens. No, please don't let us see what happens. Cut please don't right. let us see the most awesome part of the Cut movie. Right That's away. the only reason we came Cut to that stupid right movie in the first place. It just wasn't stupid. It was good. I liked it. I thought it was but I would like. I would like psychological thriller. I would have liked for to see the wolf fight. I liked that they kept looking directly at the camera and saying, "This is an allegory." You know that, right? This right. Really, yes. Exactly. None of this is actually happening. This is algalorical. <laughs> this is Al Gore hey. writing the script. Well, it was hey, about George nature. Hey, yeah, it was about global global warming <laughs> is what caused all those wolves to attack. That is a global warming. Plane Liam crash. Neeson and his vaguely ethnic friends. Hey, David from Milwaukee. Uh, Momentous occasion was just dropping off a movie at Blockbuster, which is already kind of charmingly anachronistic. Uh, just as it was opening today, and there was. Can I just say that the best thing about Blockbuster is, and I don't mean to cut this guy off, but uh, the best thing about Blockbuster is every Blockbuster that goes out of business. It says, this location only. Yes, Yes. exactly. Yeah, nope, nope, Blockbuster. It is not this location only. It is everyone in 10 miles of here. Yeah, many Blockbusters are going out of business. Many, many. I wish more Blockbusters were exploded. And then immediately replaced by a red box. <laughs> Just visually. A huge red box that you could go inside. Yeah, like the biggest, and had a lot of people yep, at work that's there. That's right. <laughs> Is red box lesbian slang for something? Not. Just wanted to I check it. Just they made it to make sure. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Just wanted that's what you guys call sure. Allison Hannigan, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you meant outside of Allison <laughs> Uh, just as it was opening today, and there was probably a 75-year-old man in a big overcoat and a huge furry hat. The second they opened the door, he just runs up and rushes and says, Hey, you got that rum diary? Apparently, <laughs> 75-year-old men who look semi-homeless are huge Johnny Depp fans. Didn't know this. Have a great one. That's fun. That's good. He's looking great. for a rum diary. Got that rum diary? Hey. Uh, but, that? He, but he meant like an actual right. rum diary. Like he, yeah. You guys sell booze, right? Yeah. <laughs> He, he thought he was talking about a movie. Sounded like yeah. a cry for help, maybe. Yeah. Hi, Jordan. Hi, Jesse. Hi, guest. This is Josh out in Seattle. I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. I am a soon-to-be transgendered woman, and I just took my first dose of lady pills. That's also, awesome. On the way hey. home from the pharmacy, I saw a man wearing a very nice three-piece suit gliding down the sidewalk on Heelys. Be <laughs> <laughs> magical. All right. Love the show. Thanks. A life-changing moment and then a life-changing moment. Boom, boom, yeah. left, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, can... w- which one is more significant? It's really impossible to say. It is. First you go to the body, then you go to the head. That's how you take them down. <laughs> yeah. One, two, punch. Do you think they, they make a Healy for formal wear? Like when you're wearing a suit, do they make a, make a wingtip Healy? Or like a black tie Healy? Like oh, a yeah, patent, maybe. Like sure. a black patent or an evening pump Healy? Really? I, mean, I would like to have an evening pump Healy. You know, I'm a big supporter of um, uh, I'm a big supporter of the wearing of evening pumps, which is a type of uh, black tie shoe that is a slip-on with a uh, grosgrain bow on it. 
I think it looks a lot better than a patent leather, black patent leather shoe, which I think always tends to look like you're going to the prom. And uh, this is like... It, or to your Madrigal's performance. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is a little bit... Man, uh, I got excited about it. You just got excited because <laughs> you thought you might be going to see Al Madrigal. I, Al Madrigal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's There's ma- more than one of him. No, my yeah. sister was a Madrigal singer. I was trying to describe this to somebody <clears throat> yesterday. Yeah. They didn't believe me this was a thing. I was like, they wore outfits. Yeah, you were a little tough. There was holding of... Sure. You hold your own hand. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's like school choir. Yeah. So this um, this type of shoe, it's called an opera pump or an evening slipper. Uh, it's like a it's like a it's like a one piece slip on shoe, like a loafer, but it's a hole cut. You know, there's no seam is around this for the a toe. Gentleman? It's for a gentleman. It's called an opera pump. Yeah, that is a great name for a gentleman's shoe. Well, this is the oldest gentleman's shoe that there is. This awesome. ki- this type of shoe has been being worn by men continuously since the 17th century or something like that. This is like the kind of shoe that you would have worn with. Uh, fucking pantaloons if you were Louis Couture or something like that. So still relevant. Yeah, still relevant today. And it looks... The thing is, when you're wearing a tuxedo, it looks fucking tremendous. Yeah. Um, but uh, if you look at it, like, it just at a store or something, you think, oh, that looks like a lady shoe. Uh, and so this is a constant fight I have on Put This On, is people are like, hey, hey I ain't wearing a homo shoe. You know what I'm talking about? And I'm like, you know, wait, why are they, wait, why are they reading a men's fashion blog, but worried about looking like a hobo? Right. Yeah. I mean, this is, I, I yes. Sure. Agreed. Yes. Agreed. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that your stuff is homo I'm just saying that if you're looking at a men's fashion blog, you should like fashion, right? Yeah. Why are you some weird enthusiastic dude anyway seems weird to have a falling off there yeah Yeah. it it seems weird that there would be a line in the sand that you draw yeah yeah you're like hey i ain't no fag you're like well no you definitely are that's like well that's like saying (laughs) like if you're gonna if we're gonna get into who is and who isn't a fag yeah and it's not about wanting to do it with dudes then yes you are (laughs) well i think that's like going to a bar and saying like whoa you brought me a daiquiri i ordered a pomegranate martini yeah please Um, i also think that 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 can go ahead and and stop happening guys yeah guys can go ahead and stop saying that because the thing is is uh we'll know if you are, yeah, because like, you'll be you the are, you'll, you'll be just, the one with the dick in your mouth. Yeah, you'll just be married to a man. Yeah, you know what I mean, like, exactly. Just, yeah, so it'll be you'll be the one who's like, hey, that guy's hot. Yeah, ex- right. You'll be the one who lives in yeah. West Hollywood and sure. makes a lot. Like, okay. you'll just be really clear. So yeah, anyway, but even it, even irrespective of the of the heterosexual homosexual, if you want to talk about it in terms of gender continuum. Uh, it, it, it is. It, I don't think it is a feminine shoe when worn. I think it, it's actually very elegant when worn. But I can see when you see it on a when you see it in an, in and of itself, you're like, oh, that looks like a lady's shoe. So that's the issue, right? Mm-hmm. And I do these eBay roundups for put this on, where I find sh- I find stuff on eBay, and I I we do a post on put this on twice a week, where we post stuff that we think is really cool that's on eBay. Uh, that's, you know, from whatever uh, brands you've never heard of or, you know, weird, you know, Savile Row houses and stuff like that, you know, rare artisanal stuff and stuff that you would have to work really hard to find on eBay if you just didn't, if we weren't making a list of it, right? And I 
find when I find evening slippers because they're because they're sort of a special thing. They're only made by people who make really expensive shoes, and so if you want to buy them, you have to go to the an expensive shoemaker, and they will end up costing five or six hundred dollars. So um, when I see them on eBay, when I catch them. Uh, you know, usually people who are selling them, they don't know what they are, so they don't know what to call them, so they're hard to search for on eBay. So if I see one, I'll put it in the roundup, right? Because I know people, a lot of people like to have a tuxedo on hand in case they have to go to a black tie thing, and they might want the more elegant footwear option. They'd rather pay $100 for it on eBay than 500 in the store. So I found this one pair. When I find them, I usually put them in the thing. I found this one pair, and it said, uh, men's evening shoe, I was like, oh, I saw it. I was like, oh, there's a pair of opera pumps. That's great. I'll put it in the roundup. And then the uh, sub headline was sissy boy, adult baby. <laughs> <laughs> those, <laughs> what? those were. Oh, they were for a fetish. Those yes. were. But they then were fetish wear for that. I person. looked. So here's the thing. I looked at the person's other auctions. I'm like, I got to find out if this is a person that specializes in sissy boy and adult baby stuff. Yeah. Or if this is just a person who found these shoes, thought, hey, I don't know who wears these. I guess sissy boys and adult babies. I got to put those in the descriptor. Right. Or else the sissy boys and adult babies ain't going to be able to find this thing. Right. And <laughs> the guy's also find? selling giant clothespins. <laughs> <laughs> but this was... Big head bonnet. This was a total outlier. They were selling miscellaneous stuff. There, it was not. It was not a fetish-themed seller. So a lot of like duck lamps, just miscellaneous <laughs> yeah. crap. Just a person who just sells miscellaneous crap on eBay. Moments, they just saw figuring. these shoes and they figured, you know how I'm going to unload these things: adult babies and sissy boys. So they expect you're going to wear that with like a with like a sailor suit. I or like guess a, oh, like, like a, a little JFK, lollipop, like a JFK Jr. saluting. Yeah, like a giant you know, lolly. Yeah, I think you're going to, they think they think well, that you're I mean, going to wear it with a giant lolly. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess there are like, you know, fans of, uh, you know, fans of old time fashion, but I mean, are they more ravenous than the fans, than like guys oh, who don't. need it to get off? You know, I mean, yeah. who's just, who's going to put down the most money? But here's the thing. I don't think that the guys who need it to get off are need it to get off. I don't think this is what they're looking for. Yeah. You were saying it was mislabeled. Did you write that person a... a- Inappropriate note. I wondered. If, I wondered what I should do about it. I just put it in the roundup. I mean, here's my concern. <laughs> well, I mean, there could be some overlap well, between I mean, people. I who... wasn't sure what to do about it. I wasn't sure what my what the appropriate course of action was. So the thing is, is that uh, you know sometimes a Cary Grant look can uh-huh. be mistaken for an adult baby look. Is what you're saying, right? If That's it's a, not John Wayne. It was very it's Cary be Grant. Baby. It's a very Cary Grant aesthetic, and it turns out to be a Baby Huey type situation. Sure, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> ah, baby with a cigar. I mean, have you just thought about including more sissy boy adult baby stuff in your eBay roundup? I probably should put more sissy boy and adult baby stuff in there. Like, That's a good idea. You know, like, like a like a wig with ringlet curls. Sure, like a boy blue sort of a yeah, like a. Like Lil, a staff, like an oversized sort of shepherd. Sure, a shepherd's staff. crook. Well, I mean, it's not little wooden sailboat. I mean, <laughs> how far is it from vintage peacoat to sailor suit? Right? No, it's. I guess it's not a lot. I mean, all you got to do is you put those you put those pants with the uh, buttons on the front. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Them sailor pants no, with I the buttons exactly on the front. Talking. I was just I was lost in my own head thinking about that person. So if that's true, and that person just you know this person was selling seriously books and lamps, a randomized. So what's cool about that is that we live in a world where that person 
is aware of the idea that there might be a sissy boy adult baby subculture. And that's a positive thing. (laughs) I think that is a very... Sure. It's a democratic, it's a new day. It's not my thing. No. But. Very Dan Savage. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, yeah, exactly. Like super, sure, no, I think you're right. Super I think, yeah, sex maybe positive. this is. Super sex. I would read as, I would read it as sex positive. Right. Do, yeah. Am I shooting myself in the foot with these guys that are concerned they may look like a lady if they wear <laughs> these shoes that I have just put up a thing that says that they, that may imply <laughs> that they'll look like a sissy boy adult baby if they wear these shoes? Although, you know, uh, if you look in that guy's <laughs> other eBay auctions, there's a, there's a first edition John first printing of John Grisham's The Firm, and underneath it says, Step on my balls with high heels. <laughs> Monster women. Yeah. <laughs> sure. We'll be back. So squish eggs with bare feet. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweet. Jordan Morse Boy Detective. Cameron Esposito. Been- That's me. It's been a, a real blast to have you on the program, Cameron. I always feel like I should say something after my name. Because you guys... Yeah, well, you, you can. Should. You can. I, yeah, that's a, it's a tradition. Yeah. So, you've been doing good. Yeah, you've been saying Side mulleteer. Stuff. Side mulleteer. Yeah. Great. You have a bit of a side mullet. Mm, a big one, yeah. No. Well, I mean, it's like an average size, probably. Side <laughs> that's mullet. like a standard side mullet. Standard They're issue. usually about that length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Uh, Cameron, it has really been fun to have you on the program. I love talking with you guys. Yeah. Isn't, it, isn't it fun? People across America, of course, can enjoy your stand-up comedy as your uh, touring stand-up comic. If they live in Chicago, of course, they can see you have a regular show in Chicago, right? I do. We're on... That's actually on uh, hiatus right now, oh, but you can check fuck. out Cameron Esposito. You know why? Because I'm here. That's why. Mm. Uh, you know what I mean? Taking it with us. So uh, I'll be back in Chicago in March, and I'll... And I'll be doing some stuff there. Well, then. it's almost March already. So yeah. go to CameronEsposito.com. E S P O S I T O. I T O. Nailing it. Uh, or follow you on Twitter at Cameron Esposito. Yeah. Uh, and you can find out what's up with, with, with CE. <laughs> what's up with your girl, CE? If there's any uh, hot, tough chicks out there, I'll always keep you abreast. Mm hmm. You know? Yeah, sure. Boobs. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. Jordan, you're going to be gone next week. Yeah, I am. So Luckily, I got uh, one Mr. Nick Adams to fill in. It's going to be fun for the listener. Holy shit, I got to pick a tweet of the week, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, traditionally, it. Cameron, just so, just so you know, uh, the tradition is that I have forgotten to pick a tweet of the week, and so... Uh, Jordan and you, uh, the guest, have to fill time while I pick something. Some small talk. Oh, so, yeah. uh, Cameron, are you gonna? Are you gonna? What are you gonna? Gonna eat dinner after this? Or are you gonna? Probably gonna get some. If I can find any pizza or oh, okay. like something that looks like a pe- just pizza, just melt, just some sort of yes, like a melted cheese. cheese. Do you, Even a taco do you is have kind a, of a pizza. Yeah, it, is a little, it is a little bit like a south-of-the-border pizza. Yeah. Do you have uh, loyalty to Chicago-style pizza? No, I hate deep-dish pizza. Oh, interesting. It's terrible, and it only it's like makes you cake. feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's the worst, it's the worst food. Okay. Of oh, all wow. the foods. Yeah, I so don't you're like glad to be away from that nonsense. Get it out of here. Okay. Yeah. Well, they don't really have too much deep-dish pizza. It would be like, what's... It would be like if I came here and I just constantly wore a lot of board shorts. Sure. You know, like if I wore board shorts to meetings and yeah. just board shorts to to get my yeah. coffee. Yeah. To get your side mullet my, detailed. My cold press. Yeah. That's a thing that exists out here. People are really excited about. In oh, Chicago, I don't know what a cold press is. We don't have is. fancy coffee. We don't have, we don't have fancy enough coffee. 
Yeah. Compared to what's happening here. You guys just drink a warm cup of blue cheese dressing. We drink a warm cup morning. of blue cheese dressing that's been dropped into a deep dish pizza. Kind of like a, oh, like like a, a Jaeger bomb. Yeah, sure. Like a, yeah, an Irish mm-hmm. car bomb, something yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. So you guys just slam one of those it's in the morning. It's called Mayor Daily. <laughs> yeah. And they're not, they're not renaming it for the new mayor, you know? Cause, yeah, yeah. Because who cares? Who, about yeah, him? I know. And um, you're driving. You're driving to New York. Yeah, Are you going to stop in, our, in my city? I'm not going to stop in Chicago. What are you doing instead of Chicago? How are you guys... Uh, Philadelphia. That's that not even... That's almost way Chicago? further east. Yeah, that's our... Where in the... Where in the... Head? We're going like from... So, going... To, uh, to, so the listeners know, I think, when you're hearing this, I'm going to be in the middle of filming this road trip web series. And yes, I will be. I will be going from Austin to Philadelphia. That's the. That's. We're skipping a lot of America. That is so upsetting. I'm sorry. That's my whole. I did not plan the route. Yeah. Well, let them know. I will let them know. Philadelphia is great, though. Philadelphia is neat. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah sure. Liberty Bell. Yeah. Uh, ben Franklin Museum. Right. Cheesesteak. We're just now in Rocky. Rocky. Tasty uh, cakes. Yep. Uh huh. Uh, art museum with the rocky stairs have you and you're in being a stand-up com- uh, comedian have you ever had to drive a long distance for a gig for sure yeah oh and i guess as a circus performer too uh-huh. you mentioned there's a van involved there is a van involved what's we, the longest you've driven well we drove in the circus van we drove from chicago to la and then up to seattle and then back to chicago oh wow so that was a pretty big trip yeah that's all of america pretty much but i also went to school in boston and i drove that a lot Chicago Boston. to Boston. Okay. That's 17 hours. Yeah. And I would drive that. That's significant. Yeah. I don't know who at Rich Priority is, but he just wrote stronger than ever despite the setbacks and recent tragedy and hashtagged it JJ Go. Mm-hmm. It's a very sincere tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but more powerful than ever, 2012, sure. going ape. That's our theme. I'm sticking with it. God bless you. Uh, way to go. And uh, I also want to thank, we're just continuing to get a fucking amazing artwork with our 2012 theme. Um, you have until the end of the month, so... Uh, and you, I mean, you can make them anytime. At the end of the month, we're going to give out an Xbox. Uh, we'll announce it probably on next week's program. So uh, keep putting those up on our Facebook page. Uh, just search for Jordan Jesse Go on Facebook. Uh, and if even if you're not going to make something, go take a look at all these songs and videos and pictures people have made on this more powerful than ever theme uh, it is tremendous yeah i saw some of that stuff actually it looks it looks pretty darn uh these people are very creative dedicated these, what a dedicated mm-hmm. and these are competent talented. fan base these are talented people. they are co- you're, they are competent competent hey guys you know? thanks for being so confident yeah. it's almost like you could imagine them meeting a pomegranate at their desk yeah, yeah. with a terrifying look in Industrious. their eyes uh we'll talk to you next time huh next week I'll, I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> I've taken over. You the live show. here now, right? I live here at this house. I'm Jordan Jessica. Hi, I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. We're three brothers. It's not a coincidence. We have a show. It's called My Brother, My Brother Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. Uh, sometimes we also take questions from the Yahoo Answer Service. Hey guys, how many push-ups does it take to look like a werewolf? <laughs> <laughs> That's a fine question, Griffin. We'll answer that one and so much more, including questions from readers about love and navigating the waters of society. Subscribe on iTunes or get it online at MaximumFun.org. We're brothers. We're experts. And we're sorry. Sorry.